This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. If you're paying attention at all to what's going on in the world, there's a show on HBO that's getting a lot of buzz recently. Perhaps you don't believe in the HBOs. It's called, it is, it's called The White Lotus. The Just a little brief recap. It's a, a six-episode first season that focuses on the lives and the staff of guests at a tropical resort in Hawaii over the course of a week. Basically, it follows these rich white families at this amazing resort, and it kind of seems like they're all miserable. Here's the quote that I pulled from The Atlantic. The show doesn't expect us to get absorbed in a central mystery or even gawk at the spectacular vistas of America's wealth. Rather, it wants us to stew inside the cauldron of moneyed disaffection to understand why these characters are so doomed by their competitive impulses that they can't even enjoy a trip to a tropical paradise. Here's what I like to say. I don't know. I saw the whole thing. I don't know if I like this show. I don't know if I would recommend it to somebody. I talked to enough people over the weekend that actually did like the show, people that I like. So first off, I know you watched a couple of episodes. Do you like the show? Would you recommend it? Uh, I would not recommend it. I watched it because of the actors that were in it, and I enjoyed just their acting, but it felt kind of preachy to me. It kind of felt like it was trying to make a point, which uh, I thought was kind of funny. I don't know if it's ironic or not, but they filmed it on location. The people that are making this movie are very privileged and lots of things are handed to them. So I didn't really like that. Also, a lot of people that are wealthy are unhappy, but just because you're wealthy doesn't mean you're going to be unhappy. I think it's kind of a way to be like, hey, everybody, let's all get together and say, um, even though we don't have what we want, if we got it, we would be miserable. And I didn't like that message. I mean, that, that can happen. Money doesn't buy happiness, but it felt kind of preachy to me. And, uh, I didn't like that aspect of it. That's why I would not recommend it. Yeah. These are all rich people problems that they're having in this, like one guy gets the wrong suite. So he's angry Mm -hmm. the whole time. Uh, one kid loses his phone and he's like, so you're in Hawaii and all these things are going on. You know, I, I'm not judging these people because I've been there. I've been to somewhere I'm unhappy. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm in a beautiful place. How can I be unhappy? So I, I don't want to preach on that, but I've also been on the other side of that. I went on a cruise and I was like, I, I swore I would never go on a cruise in the rest of my life because we started asking our server a little bit about, hey, where are you from? What's your background? It was like, basically found out like he's an indentured service, servant to this cruise ship, could never leave, had to pay back all this money. And I was like, ooh. So if you do just ask a couple of questions about the situation you're in, you usually find out that maybe it's not the best when you go to these resorts. I think another thing to look at is just because you're on vacation doesn't mean you're going to be having a good time. I mean, if you have a family, for the most part, like vacation might be more stressful than staying at home and staying in your routine. Like you might find happier people who are in a stride of of getting something going because you do go on vacation. You're like, all right, I spent all this money. Like, even if you go camping and you pay $20 a night for a campsite, like, oh, we put an active effort in, this has to be fun. And that puts an added layer of of frustration on it that that makes it um, a little bit more stressful. So, I mean, they captured that in a 
super nice resort that by the way, they got to spend during COVID and they filmed it there. So eh, again, don't be preachy when you're on top of the mountain. You know, my thing, so ironically, we're sort of talking about my family. We promised my daughter we would go to Hawaii if she got her black belt. She got her black belt. So we're talking about this Hawaii thing. I don't want to fly and spend all the money to go to Hawaii and sit at a pool. Like that's something I could do that in Newport Beach and not, and not have to pay all the prices. So my idea, if I say this all the time, is not going and sitting by a pool for seven days. Although that I would come back a little more relaxed. That's just not necessarily how I want to spend my money. Mm-hmm. So are y'all not going to go? No, we're going to go. You're going to send her to Newport Beach? Consolation no, prize. No, we're going to go. We're going to just do, you know, activities, right? I like, I, there's a gazillion different things that I've researched that I want to actually physically do in Hawaii rather than just sit by the pool. I'm sure there'll be some of sitting by the pool as well. Yeah. I did see some of my privileged life in this. When I was in high school, my friends went to, my friend's family went to Hawaii and brought me with them. And uh, that's where I got temporary uh, scuba certified and they do that in the show so if you do go to hawaii get scuba certified in the pool and then go out and swim in the ocean that's a- any wonderful vacation spots you can think of jamaica hawaii fiji all of these places were colonized by some country and you might think well this is great we're going to these countries we're giving them tourist dollars they're making a living but there is a little bit of this colonial aspect too going to Hawaii and having these people wait on you. I mean, kind of the nature of going on vacation or, or going out to eat is someone's going to wait on you or someone's going to serve you. So there's also another aspect of like, you should, that, that I felt this show was trying to say is you need to um, care more about what the people who are waiting on you, what their lives are about. And it's like, well, if they hired me, if they, if it was this flipped, I mean, Yes, be a, a nice person and, and kind of pay attention to things, but like you're not going to go to another country and like wait on other people. Like even if you go on a mission trip, there's aspects of what you're doing that people you're paying people to um, serve you. Totally agree. But is there some aspect of like if you do go to Jamaica, for instance, on a vacation holiday? Should you at least Google the history of Jamaica a little bit to figure out like what's their situation about? Or do you know I'm paying my vacation dollars. I'm going to this country. I'm unplugging and I'm not caring about the people in the country that I'm going to visit. I guess it depends on what you want to get out of it. If you're trying to just unplug and and not worry about work and you go to another country and don't bring your phone and you want to sit by the pool. um, I don't think it's your um obligation to research where you're going ahead of time i mean if you just want to be a better person in general like having world views is probably a better thing to do and maybe uh researching safety of where you're going makes a big difference kingston is not historically a very safe city to walk around jamaica the capital of jamaica so i mean i guess just for being a well-rounded person, I would say do that, but I don't think you owe it to wherever you're going. Like if you went to Oklahoma, would you do research on the Sooners and see how people ended up getting land there? Like the, That's an interesting backstory, but like, I don't think I need to know that going to a different state. I just think it's a very American idea that you would go to Jamaica is the example and not even research at all, anything about the country. Now, I'm kind of the wrong guy to ask this because I would totally want to know how did Jamaica become a country? 
Who is it acquired by? Well, I would want to do that. Same with Oklahoma. I would, if I go to Oklahoma, I want to know all about it. But I think the typical American, I'm using American, goes to Jamaica is like, hey, it's just a place for me to party and has no idea understanding. Do we owe it as human beings of the world to maybe just Google a little bit of a country that we're going to on vacation? I don't think you owe it to that country. I think people that come to the U.S. don't study U.S. history before they come here. Like, I can't think of a, a culture that as a whole does what you're saying. I think it's human nature to want to go somewhere and have fun and not um, research. I mean, do you have an – what culture or do you think there's a culture that does that? I just think uh, just it's, it a, it's a very entitled American idea to go to a country – wherever there is, where there's a pool and a beach and have no idea about this country, like spend no time at all figuring out like what form of government do they have? Who settled there first? Like anything. I just feel Does anyone do that? Oh, I think so. I think so. I mean, I just think if you're, it's like anything, like if you're just like, I think most people, Americans, once again, put it on autopilot. Hey, I'm going on vacation, go to a pool. Doesn't matter where I go. Well, you're jumping on a plane, you're traveling eight hours. Do you care about the geography? Do you care about language they speak? Do you care about like anything other than I'm going to have a good time? And I just think that's an entitled American culture. Like, you know what? I'm spending all this money. Guess what? I deserve to not care about the local people. I don't think that's specific to Americans. I think that's anyone that's that's traveling from, maybe, from the people maybe, I met. Maybe. We maybe. don't know. Yeah. By the way, uh, the um, White Lotus is coming back. They will have an all yeah, they're gonna come back season two. Boo. All new cast. So a whole new thing. Oh, they're doing the uh, um what was that uh Matthew McConaughey thing that they redid a few times? True detective. Yes. They're doing the tr- yes. yeah, because I think they, they originally uh put that out as it's a limited series. I'm like, all right, you're gonna do one season, you're gonna move on. And uh it was wildly successful, so they are going to parlay that into more success. I don't think I've ever watched a show like this and had not an opinion on whether someone should see it or not. I like saw them like, nah, I don't know. Yeah, it was, I mean, artistically, it's well done. Good acting. Anything Steve Zahn's in, I'm on board. Well, if you have a uh, recommendation on activities to do in Hawaii, please reach out. You can find us at Reposted Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Andrew for Larry. Thanks for stopping by.